This podcast is brought to you by Kloss. If you're looking to get more out of your harvesting operation, there's no brighter solution than the all-new Lexion Combine. Hey folks, welcome to the Machinery Pete Podcast, episode number 29. And I apologize, it's been a couple weeks since our last episode. I appreciate your patience hanging in there with us. Been a little tied up with our TV show of late here. I, I would say it's a little interesting doing an auction TV show during a pandemic like this, but... Uh, Oh, it's been fun. We've been able to highlight some online auctions and do some deeper form storytelling. Hope you're uh, catching the recent episodes. We filmed a BigIron.com online auction uh, focused in on one of the farmers who's had his retirement line on the sale, Larry Leckband, 87-year-old guy from Northwest Iowa, super guy with some really interesting equipment and fun to hear Larry talk in depth about uh, the stories about each piece and then, of course, to follow through and see what everything sells for. So great fun there. Thanks for supporting our TV show, and you can watch it, actually watch it right on our website, machinerypeat.com. You'll see a TV link, or you can catch the episodes on YouTube, try to post them out there, or of course on RFD, uh, 12.30 p.m. Saturday afternoon, and again, Tuesday at 4. Uh, we're in season 8, so again, really appreciate your folks watching the show and supporting our Machinery Repeat business. We've been just growing so quickly here. Uh, it's been uh, a ton of fun a busy year 2020 um and i do have to direct your attention we have a special machinery repeat thanksgiving cyber sale that runs through the end of november so through monday november 30th we have over 200 pieces for sale with some significantly deep discounts from our dealer partners all over the country so check it out go to machinerypeat.com you'll see the neon flashing sign for the cyber sale it's just machinerypeat.com slash sale uh, I think there's uh, almost 100 combines and heads. Uh, combines might be the one area where there's the most bargains right now, best buying opportunities, I would say. Um, I think almost 40 tractors for sale. So, again, check it out, our cyber sale at machinerypeat.com. Now, we've got a very uh, fun episode today. One of my favorite people in the farm equipment world, uh, Kurt Miller, is a director of used equipment for Heritage Tractor. And Kurt lives down in northwest Missouri, St. Joe. Uh, just a sharp cat. And I've, I've really enjoyed getting to know Kurt and talking to him over the years. And Heritage Tractor, very progressive dealership. John Deere dealership there. I think they've got like 21 stores. Missouri, Arkansas, Kansas, Nebraska, Oklahoma. So we're going to talk to Kurt about a, a wide number of things. They have, I think, one of the most innovative programs I've seen. Uh, it's a negative 1% interest program on their used combine. So basically, buy a used combine from them, and they pay you 1%. So we'll get the details from Kurt, um, and also talk about uh, 2020 on the dealer side. Uh, just been an incredible year. I mean, rolling with the changes through the pandemic, uh, extreme buying interest on the smaller horsepower, UTVs, ATVs, uh, and then up through the... The John Deere uh, R-Series, 30-Series tractors, very high demand, which I've been seeing on the auction market. So again, we'll talk to Kurt about that. And then some unique things in terms of giving back to your local community uh, and beyond your local community. Kurt uh, has a great heart, a great faith, um, and also the folks at Heritage Tractor. It's very much a part of who they are and how they roll. So I know you're going to enjoy that conversation but before we hop into that, let's get a word from our sponsor for this podcast, our friends at Firestone Ag. Still using bias tires? Switch your farm to premium radial farm tires from Firestone Ag for the upcoming growing season. 
Radial tires offer significant benefits over bias tires, from better traction and reduced soil compaction to longer tread wear and increased fuel efficiency. Just head to your local certified Firestone Ag Tire dealer to learn more about which radial product is best suited for your operation. From the new Maxi Traction and Performer Evo to the Destination Farm Radial Implement, Destination Turf, or Radial Deep Tread 23 Degree, Firestone Ag has the right radial farm tire for you. Visit firestoneag.com for more details. Hey folks, I'm pleased to be joined by my friend Kurt Miller, Director of Used Equipment with Heritage Tractor down in Missouri. Kurt, how you doing, bud? I'm doing great, doing great. Uh, Kurt, I forget uh, the home office for you. Are you around Joplin? Um, actually, my office out of the uh, St. Joe, Missouri. Uh, You're yep, in St. Joe, right. Okay. Yep. And lots to talk about here, folks. Uh, my friends at Heritage Tractor, very innovative on the used equipment side for years, and they've got a really cool offer we're going to get into here. Uh, Kurt, let's give people a little background on Heritage Tractor first. Um, you guys have, is it 21 locations beyond your dealerships? Correct. You have 21 locations in Kansas, Missouri, and Arkansas. And then we have some territory in Nebraska and Oklahoma as well. Okay. And I just want to get your website out before we get rolling here, Kurt, heritagetractor.com? That's correct. Yep. Okay. Heritagetractor.com. Okay. Well, We've got, with our Machine Repeat uh, Thanksgiving Cyber Sale here, Kurt, which runs through the end of November, so next Monday the 30th, you guys have 24 combines on the sale. Um, we, we're going to talk about those here. we got 23 John Deere, and we, we do have a lonely Lexion in the list, I noticed. Uh, looks like a, 20, or a 2013 model, 750, kind of low hours, about 1,000 SEP hours on that thing. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, we're definitely glad to convert them guys, uh, you know, out of their Lexion or Case or whatever the case may be into John Deere. And so we did put that one on the sale as well. Okay, so we're going to talk about the combines on the sale event here in just a minute, Kirk. But before we get into that, on top of these great deals you're offering on our cyber sale, which you can find, folks, just go to machinerypeat.com, click on cyber sale. And then uh, you'll see Heritage Tractors if you click on Combines. But, Kurt, you guys at the start of November here implemented a really cool program. Uh, I don't know exactly the name you have on it, but it, it involves uh, cashback financing on pre-owned Combines that you guys have. Uh, you're actually paying your customers 1% interest. Why don't you tell us about the program here? Yeah, so it's a, a negative 1% interest on combines. So you're right, we're paying customers to buy combines. And so how it works is you uh, buy a combine, maybe you want a, a corn head or a platform as well. We put all that on a John Deere financial note, 0% for five years. And then January of each year, starting in 2022, we will mail you a check back for the amount that you have financed. So if you have $200,000 financed at the time of January 2022, 20, then we'll mail you a check for $2,000 and mm. every year for that. So it's, it's every January, starting in January 2022, you'll get a check back 1% uh, of the amount that you have financed. Okay. Well, that's very intriguing. You sent me a heads up on that asked if I'd seen that done before. And honestly, I haven't. I think that's 
pretty cool um, on par with you with how you guys roll at Heritage Track. You're very innovative. And um, now that's good through the end of December. Is that right, Kurt? That's correct. That's good through the end of December. Uh, we came out with it November 1st. We've had a lot of good interest in it so far. Um, and so as of right now, we've sold 22 combines on that program. Wow. And uh, yeah, so we're excited about that. We've got 65 combines in our inventory. Okay. We do have several of our combines on our website, but we also have a few that are not on the website. So if you maybe don't see something that, that you like on our website, you can always reach out to us as well. Okay. And again, folks, that's heritagetractor.com. Check them out. They got a great website there. Now, so you've been basically selling a combine a day here. You're used inventory through November. Kurt, I was interested how your customers, what was their take on this new program, the negative 1% interest? Uh, obviously, they were pretty intrigued by it. They've been buying from you. Yeah, it, it's gone over very well. Um, you know, obviously, a few questions because, like you said, uh, we've never done a program like this, obviously, and, and uh, I'm not sure that the program's ever been out like that. Um, you know, we suspect that people would be like, well, I'm sure you just raised your prices and to offset the cost. That's not the case. Uh, we have not raised any of our combine prices. Um, we have continued to follow the market with, with combine prices, and uh, we feel like we are right in there aggressively on our prices. And then we came out with this negative interest rate. So once we explain all that to our customers, um, you know, we're trustworthy. We're not going to um, right. tell you something that's not true. And so, uh, you know, it's gone over very well once we explain all that to them. And who doesn't like a check back in the mail, you know, especially at the beginning of each year. That's a good way to start the year for sure. And now folks uh, and Kurt, your local customers, they know you guys, Heritage Tractor, how you roll. Um, and I will just represent here that, for people out of the area that maybe haven't talked to Kurt or Heritage Tractor, um, yeah, these guys, you're not just going to jack up the price to on a, on a deal like this. In fact, Kurt, you had me down. I think that's why my brain was saying Joplin. Was that last, summer of 19 or was it 18 you had me down? You had a, what was that, just like a summer combine special? Yeah, so right. We had that uh, tent sale in uh, in Joplin. And that was, uh, that would have been the August 2018. Yeah, 2018. That was over two years. Man, that seems like yesterday. But no, two things no. I thought about that, Kurt. One was that I thought it interesting. Hey, you're bringing Machine Repeat, the auction price guy, down to a, to a dealer event. I thought, oh, that's, that's pretty cool. And I was just down to tell some human interest stories and kind of fun tractor stories. But you guys put on a great event outside, staked dinner. You took care of your people there. And you had these little price sheets on the table and I was waiting in the back. You guys were given some great information. So I picked up this price sheet and I'm looking through it and I didn't have any plans to, you know, preach for you guys, but I'm looking at this used combine price list. And I'm like, dang, these guys, these guys, you're, you're not fooling around here. You were, they were priced aggressively. So when I got up to talk, I just, and I'm very careful about doing this when I talked to the farm audience, but I had no problem with that instance just saying, folks, these are really, really good deals here. So I thought that was, uh, I just appreciated the way you were rolling transparently with that. And uh, like I say, that, that spirit of innovation that you guys bring with Heritage Tractor, uh, can you talk about that a little bit, Kurt? I mean, um, 
you're looking at use not necessarily as like a headache, but building relationships and growing your base. Would that be accurate to say? Customer base? You bet. I mean, yeah, we, we definitely look at used equipment as an opportunity for sure. You know, one, an opportunity to help our customers. I mean, that's what we're in the business for. Um, everybody on our team, we, we love to help the customers. I mean, that's why we do it, wake up excited to do it every day. And so, um, you know, the opportunity to sell local, but all this obviously out of our area as well. Um, but, uh, you know, and also an opportunity to help our parts department sell some parts, sell right. some service, help customers that way. Um, and so we feel that service and our customers that way is, is really the best for our business. And yeah, we definitely look at uh, used equipment as the glass is half full for sure. Um, not half empty because there's just a lot of opportunity with used. Um, it can definitely be a challenge. I think we're, we're just under $50 million in used inventory. So that's a lot of dollars to handle. And if you make a mistake one way or the other, it can cost you, you know, quite a bit, you know? And so, uh, we're definitely we're definitely excited to have the opportunity to help our customers. Well, I love it. And again, coming out with the negative one percent interest, uh, we pay you on the used combines. I love it. That's um, great stuff. Again, that's good through the end of December. Check it out, folks. HeritageTractor.com. Now, Kurt, let's pivot here and talk about the combines you have on our Machine Repeat Thanksgiving Cyber Sale. Again, twenty four units. Um, a couple caught my eye. I saw there was. Uh, well, a very unusual one we don't run across too often, a John Deere S550. I think it was a 12 model, only has 1,100 SEP hours on it. You guys got a price that I think 114.5, is, is that right? Yeah, that's correct. So you, you're right, you don't see a whole lot of 550s. We do have a, a few in the area, and just a handful. Um, and so that's kind of a unique combine. Um, it's, it's a nice local machine, uh, well cared for. And, and so uh, that's worth, in our mind, that's definitely worth a little extra, um, but it's, it's priced right there in the market price. And of course, yep. all of them comments on that cyber sale, they all qualify for the negative interest rate. All of our combines will qualify for the negative interest rate through the end of the year. Very cool. And you get up as far as a late model. I see you've got a 2018 S780. Only 351 SEP hours on that thing. Uh, I think the price 379.5 on that, but when you're getting towards a two-year-old machine that's, uh, boy, that makes somewhat a nice combine, won't it? Yeah, them, them 780s, low-hour 780s are nice machines, and they're, it seems like they're um, becoming more and more popular. Um, and we have, again, we have several combines that aren't uh, on the cyber sale that we just traded for. Uh, maybe two, three hundred hours, seven eighties, seven seventies, um, and so uh, we're excited about them as well because it seems like that market is pretty strong right now on combines. The low hour, seven eighties, seven seventies, even seven sixties, because we still have quite a few customers running seven sixties, um, and so I think probably out of sixty five combines, I would say, I would probably say eight, eight to ten of them units are seven sixties. Okay. So, yeah, I remember being down at Joplin at your combine event and, and sort of being impressed by the, the variety of the capacity on the, you know, the models there. It's not, you're not all eggs in one basket. You've got a little bit of everything. I know on the cyber sale, I saw S680s. I think you've got eight of them, six S670s, a pair of S660s, back to a couple nice 9770s. 
So again, just a little bit of everything on used combines for, for folks looking to upgrade here right now. You bet. Yeah, we've got a good variety. That's the thing. It's it's not just all newer, late model stuff. We've got combines, obviously, from low-hour 780s all the way down to, to 9500s, which are still a great combine, make, uh, make someone a great machine. And so we definitely have a wide variety. And, um, you know, you we, any Titan we, twos on the lot. <laughs> <laughs> we actually, we actually did have a 6620, uh, uh, one of our salesmen down at Lamar, he sells a lot of, a lot of them machines and, and he just, uh, he just sold the 6620 here not too long ago. So we still run across them and we're not afraid to trade for them. They're still good units. Kurt, I'm so old when I was getting out of college, those Titan twos, those 88s, those, I mean, those were the monsters, those 8820s. And now I guess I'm just old, but uh, it's amazing uh, how far we've come here. But uh, again, let's tie this up, folks. If you're interested, again, Heritage Tractor has 24 combines on our Machine Repeat Cyber Sale, which is good through November 30th. And these prices, they're moved, to, they're priced to go. Just go to machinerepeat.com, click on Cyber Sale, click Combines, Harvesting, you'll, you'll see the Heritage Tractor combines. And remember, like Kurt said, all these combines have that special, unique, um, again, what do you call it? In, what do you call the program here? The one, negative 1% interest program, Kurt? You bet. Yeah, negative interest rate program. Yep. We pay you. I like it. That's I uh, get your check we uh, pay first you. of January. And again, uh, beyond what's on our cyber cell, just check out heritagetractor.com, folks. Kurt, you said you got 65 combines? You bet. Yep, 65 combines. I believe we have uh, 40 on our website. So we've still got about 20, 25 that are just fresh trades. We just haven't got them uh, on the site, but uh, call us if you got any questions or if you don't see something you like, I'm sure we can fix you up. Okay. Now, Kurt, I, I want to pivot a little bit and talk to the market in general here. You're as plugged in as anybody I know on the dealer side with used equipment values and trends. But before we hop off combines, I got to tee up from, you heard me talk about it. My, my favorite story of a dealer personalizing a used combine for sale. Now this is probably four or five years ago, but I don't even know where we were, maybe at a remarketing meeting. And I was trying to, I was right at the very start of trying to convey to dealers and auctioneers the opportunity with video to kind of tell a little story about the prior owner of the machine. And you tagged me afterwards and said, I think I got one for you, Pete. What was that thing? Was it a 9560, Kurt? Is that what that was? Yeah, it's 9560. That's right. Yep. And you taking it on trade, your customer. But the, tell people there was one particular thing about that combine or the guy that traded it in that you understood the value of that right away. Why don't you relay that? Yeah, so um, Larry was his name, and, and he uh, every year obviously took really good care of his combine. And every year he would clean the inside of the cab around the controls with a toothbrush. So literally clean the cab with a toothbrush. And he was very proud of it as we, as we all are, when we take good care of, you know, items that we purchase and, and we should be. And so uh, you know, that story stuck and, and um, you know, we put that on the site and in two or three days had that combine sold to a, a good, a good owner that, that wanted a good clean machine. And so, uh, good clean equipment sells and then good stories help sell that equipment. Right. And I, yeah, you were, you were totally spot on. You're, you weren't trying to blow smoke with that deal or anything. All you're doing is taking a little truth that said, you know, Larry cleaned the, cleaned the dash with a toothbrush and that was just Larry. Um, 
And God bless him for, I mean, he cared about his equipment. And, and I always look at those deals like you're selling the combine, but you're kind of selling Larry too, whether that's an auction or off the dealer lot or private. Um, so done right. I think there's power in that. So again, you, you were like the first dealer that kind of grasped that Kurt. So I, I appreciate you bringing that story forward, but let's talk now about, I mean, 2020 Kurt has been just a crazy year with the pandemic and everything. Uh, what have you been seeing your guys' customer base again is Missouri, Arkansas, Kansas, into Nebraska and Oklahoma, big chunk of the country here in the Midwest. How, how do you describe 2020, um, uh, uh, in terms of used equipment sales and how farmers are feeling. Sure. Yeah. 2020 has definitely been a challenge. And I think it's, it's a challenge. If you asked us back in March, what the challenge would be, it would definitely be a different answer than what we're going to give, what I'm going to give you. But, you know, in March, we really started to look at, Hey, how far is this thing going to be dialed back? Um, how, how much new equipment's really going to be sold? And what do we need to do with that? And so we really started to hone in on that and try to speculate because nobody really knew what the future was going to hold. Well, you know, we really, obviously we should have turned all of our dials up on new equipment and, and um, got a little more aggressive on, on really just about everything because um, as, as you all know, the, the uh, crops went in the ground. Farmers continued to to do what they do every every year to to feed the feed America and feed the world, and so uh, things needed to be done for sure. But we've seen twenty twenty has been good for for Heritage Tractor, um, and our our customers have had across the board for the majority of our customers have had good yields. Um, you know, of course, the prices are starting to reflect that. And, you know, and, and so we're happy for that, for sure, because when the farmers are making money, they like to spend it. And so and we like for them to spend it with us. But um, so 2020, you know, on the new side, we sold new we sold more new equipment than we anticipated. And so we traded for more used equipment than we anticipated. But that used stuff has just really been it's really been hot, uh, you know, and, and I think across the board. You know, we uh, specifically compact utility tractors have been really good. Um, utility vehicles, uh, we're the lowest we've ever been on utility vehicles. Wow. We're the lowest we've ever been on commercial mowers. Um, hay equipment, it was a great year for hay equipment. We actually had to go out there on the market and buy some balers because we were just so short and our customers needed balers. So hmm. across or it's been really good. Um, the ADAR market is staying strong. Um, you know, it seems like if you have a good ADAR, low hour ADAR, um, you're gonna, it's gonna bring the money. Probably a little more surprising is the 30 series tractors. It just continues to surprise me. If you get a good 80, but any 30 series, but a good 82, 30, 83, 30, 84, 30, or 85, 30, it's they're they're bringing really good money and uh you take a low hour unit uh, they're really bringing the money so uh pre-emissions and 30 series tractors were good tractors and so uh you know in what we see is a lot of positives on the used market uh, we're really healthy as far as uh, how much used we have in our in our um, inventory we feel good about it um because uses moving very well. Yeah, that's interesting comments, Kurt. Uh, I've heard many other dealers 
really the the truth on the utility tractor side and the ATVs, UTVs that just kind of hit by a, a tidal wave there of unleashed, I don't know, pandemic effect where people maybe stuck at home for a while or maybe if you, gotta, if you have a stable job, I suppose, maybe you're not spending money elsewhere and you're fixing up your property. And uh, yeah, who, who could have foreseen this back in March? Huh? Very difficult to, uh, like I say, forecast when this is a kind of unprecedented situation. Yeah, that's for sure. I mean, I don't think anybody's seen that coming. And, and uh, you know, I think, like I said, most people back in March would have said, well, we need to turn the dial down because, you know, it's definitely going to slow up, but it's, it's really, it's gone the other way, um, which is good. Um, you know, that's, that's going to help the businesses and, and help us all grow and, and get better. Okay. Now, Kurt, I'm going to uh, run with what you said about the John Deere 30 series, because I've seen the exact same thing and, and similar with the red and the blue that, you know, that age, that, pre-def, pre-tier four, good condition low hours are just hotter than pistols here. Right before our, our call, I was looking at an 8230. Uh, it sold in Iowa for like 136.8. Um, and literally every week we're getting examples all over the country. Now, my question to you is for years, we've been seeing this kind of glow around maybe the Deer 55 series and even up into the 60 series, which we, for our TV show with you guys, I think it was, when was that, last summer or last winter, we were down and you guys happened to have a 4960 that was just crazy low hours. And I mean, it just sold it instantly, right? So do you think that going forward in the future, people will feel the same about like a deer 8530 even make it maybe deer 8,300 to 8,400 as they do now about 4440s, 4450s, even like a 4960. Do you see the same thing happening? Or I run across farmers that doubt it will happen, but I've got 30 years in and it, it seems to me like it's almost programmatic. It just keeps happening as we march through time. I'm just curious to get your thoughts. And my thoughts, I think, you know, um, I think they will. And here's why my thoughts are this. This is the reason in my mind is because a young man that grew up running a 30 series tractor on the farm, maybe he was 16 or 20 years old or, or whatever. Maybe you just started out and he's 12 years old and he's on an 8330 tractor. It's the same way for the guy that had the 55 series tractor or the 60 series tractor. And so, um, when he gets to be 45 or 50 or however old, he's going to look at that 30 series tractor as a pretty special tractor for him. And it's going to keep for a large degree, it's going to keep that, uh, that value up in my opinion, because I think that's the way I look at a 4440. I mean, 1982 is the best year for the 4440. And, and I love that tractor. And, and so uh, the value of that thing should continue to stay strong because, you know, that's uh that's that's a good year for a 4440, but that's the way I see it. And I think uh, obviously technology plays a huge part on these new newer tractors. And that's not a bad thing. It's a good thing. And so it's just a matter of what you grew up on and what you enjoyed uh, as you were farming, uh, you know, as you were continuing to farm. Right. I think you nailed it there, Kurt, when you're talking about 12 year olds. I, I, when I'm out speaking, I sometimes I struggle for a name. I just call it the 12-year-old rule. And it's whatever was your favorite tractor when you're 12, 
I don't think that leaves us, whether it's red or green or whatever. So, um, like I say, I find it interesting. So many folks across the farm space think that it won't continue because the tractors and combines are also big and electronic and everything, which is great, like you said. But I, I think that we're connected at the heart to this stuff. So it'll be fun to watch it play out in the future. Now, Kurt, I got to ask you, how, how did you get into the farm equipment business? What, what is your story? Did you grow up on a farm or farm equipment business? How did, how did you come at this gig? Yeah, great question. So, yeah, I was born and raised on a farm, a cattle farm, mainly cattle farm, um, still operating um, Miller's farm, my dad and my um, and so they raise registered Angus bulls and sell them uh, right there um, northwest Missouri. And so, and I broke my teeth on red equipment, all red equipment. And so, uh, yeah, we have a, we have a news flash here. <laughs> yeah, my grandpa bought his first John Deere tractor in 1993. It was a 6400 tractor and um, never turned back. So, um, how hard was that for grandpa to go green? It was, it was pretty hard, but you know, the local dealer, um, they're just North of us had went out of the business there in the late eighties. And, you know, when everybody was struggling in the farming industry and, and then, uh, the local dealer, um, to the South of where we lived, um, was a John Deere dealership. And so he really was supporting the local dealer and, um, and they supported us, you know? And so that's really where, um, my roots took off as far as, breaking my teeth from green to red. And, uh, so, you know, I, I grew up on an 806 and a 656 and old, old M. My grandpa still has his F20, you know, and, nice. and, uh, so grew up on red stuff, but, uh, you know, as you get older, you kind of, you, you kind of see the light at the end of the tunnel. And, and, uh, that's what happened at least with my family. And, so the farm wasn't big enough really for my brother and I both. And, and so we kind of ventured our own way, um, dealership there locally uh, that I uh, spent 12 years with, uh, great people, great organiz organization. And uh, then I got an opportunity here at Heritage. And so that's when I joined in 2011. So you got into the farm equipment business. How old were you when you went to work on the dealership side, Kurt? Yeah, so I was 17 years old, um, working at a dealership, uh, stocking parts shelves, washing combines, doing whatever I needed to do. Nice. I was just glad. I was glad for an opportunity, and and um, and they gave me an opportunity, and and great people, and still great people that work there, and and uh, great people to work for. Okay, so two questions, Kurt. One, what do you love most about the business now? And two. What advice would you have to that 17-year-old out there listening to this and is thinking that, man, I'd love to work in a dealership? What would you, I don't know how you want to tackle those, but those are my two questions for you. Yeah, the great questions. Uh, what I would tell a 17-year-old is if you love farming and you don't, you know, you can't get into maybe starting a farm or your farm's not big enough, I would look at a dealership. Um, and I'm sure there's good case IH dealerships out there that work for, there's good, uh, John dealership dealerships to work for. There's all kinds of good dealerships to work for. If you like agriculture and you like farming, get into a dealership, get into your local dealership, sit down and talk with the manager. And, um, for us specifically, we have, you know, John Deere has a program. We can send you to, um, 
just through college and internship wow. program. So it's about 18 months long. And, and so great opportunity there. Um, and so that really helped me out and that's what I went through. And so that's, that's what I would encourage any 17 year old. If you're, if you, if you like the farm, but you can't, you know, see farm in the rest of your life, get into a dealership and, and you'll love it. Um, what I love most about it is really is helping the customer, um, talking with the customer and seeing the customer with maybe a, a problem and the dealership coming together as a team and providing that solution for that customer and helping that customer. You know, I, I think that's, that's ultimately why I do it and wake up every day excited about it uh, is, is helping people and helping our customers uh, feed America and feed the world. Uh, I love it, Kurt. I can tell you <clears throat> from the time we've hung out, you, you really uh, care about what you do and you're passionate about it. And appreciate you sharing your great advice for our young people there. I think sometimes when you, I know when I was young, I, I think the more um, paths forward that can be painted, I think it's helpful. So thank you for sharing your experience there. Now, uh, a couple more things I just want to touch on, Kurt. One, now this will be off the topic of using machinery, but am I remembering this right? Are you uh, an Ironman triathlete? Am, am I remembering so, that right? CrossFit. CrossFit, yeah, I do, CrossFit. I do CrossFit. Yep, CrossFit. Okay. Yeah, it's been a... It's been a big part of my life. Yeah. So CrossFit, I know I, I just started riding and my wife, uh, Jackie got a Peloton bike about a year ago and it took me about eight months to figure out it may be good for me to get off my butt and hop on the thing. And I'm enjoying the heck out of it. It's fun. But CrossFit, I mean, this, that's pretty intense. Can you describe what, I mean, what that's like or how did, what was it like starting that man? Yeah, you know, a friend of a friend of mine got me into it, and to be honest with you, um, I've struggled with some health conditions. I can trace it all the way back to when I was a kid, and uh, ended up at the University of uh, Kansas Hospital whenever I, in 2015, diagnosed with Crohn's disease in 2015. I went from when I started the tests till really I got done with the tests. It was it was about six months before we really had a diagnosis. Um, very stressful time of, of my life. Uh, I was 190 pounds when I went in. I, I left that uh, hospital um, with, uh, and I, I was 150 pounds. I lost 40 pounds in about six months. Um, and so I was literally skin and bones. Friend of mine was doing CrossFit at the time and I enjoyed running. I, it just kind of is, is a way to uh, free my mind. And so he got me into CrossFit um, and really just to build some muscle back up because I was just literally skin and bones. And so um, it's a great community and um, it's really helped me, you know, get back into a healthier, um, you know, position. And, and so my wife and I, we do it together now at uh, in the mornings before we start work and we do some competitions. I really enjoy the competitions and uh, it's a great community for sure. Uh, the, the community aspect I'm intrigued by, like I say, I'm just a couple months onto the biking thing through Peloton, but uh, I, I'm intrigued by the business model, but then also the, the, the fact that we're connecting people across the country and the world on the same mission to help each other along. It's, it's powerful stuff. It's really, and you've been seeing that with the CrossFit community. Yeah, you're right. It is powerful. You know, I think I think a lot of people struggle with exercise because I think a lot of people do it by themselves. And um, if you team up 
with somebody that you enjoy doing it with. It makes it a little bit more enjoyable. And then, then people hold you accountable and you hold them accountable. And uh, I think it's, I think it's great. You know, we're so blessed in this country to, to have such good food. And uh, sometimes we all eat a little more than we should. And I just feel so much more alert. I feel so much more aware and I feel so much better whenever I exercise. And so uh, that's my encouragement. If, especially maybe coming up on this time of year, Thanksgiving and, and Christmas, we're all going to indulge maybe more than we should. And so I uh, just challenge you to get out there and get you some sort of form of exercise and hang with it. Oh, I love it. And I, I think too, in these, in the current culture with every, everything going on, the pandemic and politics and everything. And uh, I mean, it's always stressful, but the, the stress level in, in our lives these days are just off the charts here. And I, I'm finding my couple months on the bike. It's like, God, this is kind of helpful just to, just to work it out every day. Is that something you found too with just, I mean, the human stress we deal with, I suppose exercise is very helpful. You found that to be a good thing. I'm I'm guessing Kurt. Yeah, I, I, I think you're right. It's definitely a stress reliever for me, for sure. I, it's interesting. We were having um, dinner the other evening with the family and we were talking about what causes stress and, and uh, you know, that phone is attached to us all the time anymore. And, you know, my wife and I was talking about when we were kids that it had a cord on it and you didn't go very far. And it's funny how that thing had a cord but it didn't stress you out very much because it was, if you left the house, it was there. Right. <laughs> but now it's with you everywhere. So, right. Now, Kurt, I know you're a man of faith. We've had some really great discussions. Appreciate your heart for the Lord. And um, I just want to bring forward something I found really cool with your organization, Heritage Tractor there. It, it's actually kind of baked into your, your mission statement, your DNA as a company there. Uh, can you talk about heart of heritage and what that is and what that means for you guys? Yeah, sure. Yeah, we're really proud of the Heart of Heritage. It really is the foundation of, of and goes to the core of our organization. Obviously, our employees, it, it all happens with our employees. They make, they make it happen every day. Um, just under 500 employees for the company. Um, they take care of our customers, do such a great job, but also... It's about the community. It goes back to what we just talked about. It's about the community and uh, the farmers. Without our farmers, producers, cattlemen, uh, livestock, all of our customers, um, personal landscape, landscaping customers, all of them, without them, we wouldn't be in business. And so we feel like giving back to the community is huge. And we do that locally through uh, all of our stores, either 4-H livestock shows or um, baseball teams or whatever the case may be. But we also have a further outreach that we, uh, we, talk, we talk about and it's the growing project. And so we team up with our local farmers and uh, ranchers and whoever wants to join in. And we provide a, a portion of the expenses and they provide the labor and then them proceeds and they end up going to uh, a couple organizations. One is Orchard Africa and the other one is Growing Hope Globally. And them organizations, um, they are helping the farmer around the world grow produce, you know, and so they're not, uh, they're not just giving that fish. They're going to help. They're going to help that uh, farmer raise that fish, you can say. And so uh, 
we're really excited about it. We just like our business, we couldn't do it without our farmers and our producers and our livestock uh, customers. And so we just, we just feel it's a, it's a good need and uh, that we need to give back to our communities. Well, giving back is where it's at. And uh, you know, that truth, it's not just a saying, but in giving we, it is we who receive. Um, I found that and I'm guessing you have two Kurt. Now again, with the Orchard Africa, am I remembering, Kurt, that you have actually been over to Africa? Was that with Ken Wagner, one of the owners with Heritage Tractor? Yeah, that was in 2016. Ken and his wife, Diane, who's on you know a big part of this growing project, um, we went over there with, uh, with them, my wife and I did. Really just changed, changed really our our thoughts on so many different things and so many different levels, but, but you know, them people in Africa are just so full of joy. Um, you know, they, they have so little and they have so much joy and it's so good to see them people f- full of joy. And so uh, it was definitely a life-changing trip for sure. Where in Africa was that that you guys were, Kurt? Yeah, so we were in Cape Town. Uh, we flew into Johannesburg, and then we traveled down to Cape Town, and then we uh, traveled north up through a rural um, rural area, uh, Kailisha. We was in Kailisha, uh, which is, is uh, kind of a suburb of uh, Cape Town, and then on up to uh, Mafeking. And so, uh, just really great trip, and hope to get back there someday. You know, my goal is to get uh, our kids back there and get so they can see what it's like to be in Africa and, and uh, be a part of it. Yeah. Powerful stuff for you and your wife to come back. And I mean, life lessons to apply as a parent to the kids mm-hmm. and, and their friends uh, perspective. Uh, that's just amazing. But I, again, hats off to you guys, uh, yourself, Kurt and Ken and Derek there with heritage tractor, uh, heart of heritage and giving back locally. And then through uh, orchard Africa and growing hope globally, that's a piece of who you guys are. So folks, when you're dealing with Heritage Tractor, these are the kind of folks you're dealing with. And Kurt, thank you so much for giving us the market update, what you're seeing. I always love your insights. Appreciate all your help over the years. <clears throat> and one last question now, Thanksgiving coming up here. You know me, I'm a data guy. So when it comes time for dessert, are you voting pumpkin pie, apple, pecan, or are you just going off the board on me here? What, what's your first choice? Uh, pumpkin pie. It's got to be pumpkin pie. That away, brother. I'm with you all the way. Pumpkin pie it is. That's fantastic. Well, Kurt, you have a great Thanksgiving. Thank you so much for sharing your insights. Again, folks, go to heritagetractor.com. Amazing uh, negative 1% interest program on combines. They pay you. It's incredible. 65 machines. And check out their 24 combines on our machine repeat Thanksgiving cyber sale through the end of the month. Then, Kurt, we will talk to you soon. Thank you, Greg. Appreciate everything new for us. Gloss products are an engineered mix of efficiency, precision, convenience, and reliability, all in the same package. But they aren't for everyone. They're for those who know the numbers that drive their operation and are interested in making them even better. They're for those with a plan. If you plan to get more out of your farming operation, take a closer look at Kloss for brighter solutions and better business results. Contact your Kloss dealer today. So there you go, folks, my conversation with Kurt Miller, Director of Used Equipment with Heritage Tractor. I love Kurt's perspective on life and the farm equipment business. Appreciate his words of advice for young folks wondering about how to get in 
to the farm equipment business, I think that's super helpful to hear different paths forward. Um, I know as a young kid trying to figure out what you want to do with your life, it, it's helpful to hear people explain how their path unfolded. And before we hop off the podcast here, folks, I, I do want to take a minute uh, to recognize uh, kind of a hero of mine and actually one of the inspirations uh, as I built my business now. 31 years uh, it's been since November 1989 when I started this crazy idea of compiling auction prices and making a business, making a life out of it. Uh, when people ask, I get asked this all the time, people say, hey, Pete, how did you wind up doing this? Uh, what, what gave you the idea? How did you, how did you do it? And one of the things I've told people, and I get some weird looks when I tell them, but I think whatever we're doing, we have to have role models. It's very helpful anyway. And probably the biggest role model I've had in terms of building this business was a guy you might have heard of. His name was Sid Hartman. Now, Sid just passed away on October 18th, 2020, at the age of 100. And if you're, in, if you're an upper Midwest person, Minnesota, Dakotas, Iowa, Wisconsin, I'm guessing you probably know Sid Hartman, especially if you like sports. Sid was a sports columnist for the Minneapolis Star Tribune and was on WCCO Radio, one of the, uh, you know, the old school, I don't know, zillion watt radio stations you could hear 10 states away. Uh, Sid, amazing life. Uh, when he was eight years old, in 1928, he started selling newspapers in Minneapolis. Uh, in the, you know, right, right around when the depression started just to make a few nickels and dimes for his uh, family, which was struggling, uh, immigrants, Jewish immigrants, um, Northern, Northern Minneapolis. And Sid had this amazing work ethic. He started selling papers and anyway, he, he wound up basically being a writer, a columnist for the Minneapolis newspapers, a sports columnist from 1944 until his death at the age of 100, he was still writing three columns a week this year. In the year 2020, with the pandemic, as a 100-year-old dude, Sid wrote 119 columns this year. And they, they actually counted, in, in his whole career, I think it was 21,235 bylines, columns he had. Now, if you can just imagine that, 365 days in a year, Sid was all about work, and he loved sports. He loved people. And as a little kid growing up in Benson, Minnesota, western part of the state, I love sports. I love the Minnesota Vikings, Twins, Gophers, high school. And every day we'd get the newspaper, and I'd flip it open in the sports section, and there was Sid. So he was like an old friend. And what he was doing my whole life, I'm 55 now since I was a kid, he was reporting what happened in the sports world today. And he just kept doing it every day. And he brought you the news. It was incredible. And he's just, he was a legend in Minnesota. He was on CCO radio every Sunday, the sports huddle. Uh, and I just found that to be inspiring to me, especially when I was starting out, like in early 90s. I was a couple years into this gig trying to build this business. And years away from the internet and TV and all that stuff. But I just took uh, encouragement from the fact that if you keep at it, if you just keep doing it every day and keep pushing, keep pushing, that things can happen. And it, it 
thankfully worked out for our machinery peat business. And uh, Sid's approach to me always reminded me of of the farmers that I've been you know dealing with for thirty one years because you as a far I mean you guys do the same thing you gals do the same thing every day there's no off switch you lo- it's who you are it's what you do it's why you do it and you just keep cranking through the peaks and the valleys the ups and the downs you're a farmer and kind of like Sid now there was a, if you ever get a chance go out to Google and type in Sid Hartman and then the words saved my life because there was an amazing retrospective as Sid was in his upper uh, mid 90s the Star Trib newspaper assigned a, one of their uh, people to basically help him you know do whatever Sid needed shuttle him around you know take notes type things in whatever so the guy's name was Jeff Day and when Sid passed on October 18th a couple days later Jeff wrote a column and he basically said that Sid saved my life. Now, if you read the piece, Jeff talks about, you know, he had some personal issues in his life. His marriage was struggling. Maybe it was, you know, a few too many drinks or whatever, and it was tough. And I think we all hit points in our lives where things are challenging and you can get sidetracked. But when he was assigned to help Sid Hartman, he said it was very straightforward. He said Sid just asked him to do one thing. Come to work with me every day. Show up. Do your job. Let's do this together. And Jeff did it, and he helped Sid keep writing, you know, until he was 100 years old. And Sid had a column in the paper the day he died, October 18th, 2020. And Jeff just relayed how that work ethic and seeing that and experiencing it and, and figuring it out, like, okay, if I just show up and keep at it, that that's important and that means something. And so, again, I just want to, you know, shout out to Sid, 100 years old, uh, thank him for what he did. And all those columns that I read every day when I was a kid, uh, it was very helpful. So thank you, Sid, for what you did and how you did it. One more Sid story I'll share. When I was building the machinery beat business, I had two part-time jobs. One of them was at the local newspaper, the Post Bulletin here in Rochester, Minnesota. So three nights a week, I'd go down and take uh, phone calls on local sports, high school sports, and then I'd write up the stories. And I love sports, so it was just it was a fun gig for me. But I'd work from 9 p.m. to like 1:30 in the morning, three nights a week. We had two little kids, but I needed money, so I was happy to do it. Learned a ton about writing doing it. But when the Minnesota Gophers had their best basketball team in years in 1997. They were playing in the NCAA Regional in San Antonio. And I had talked the local sports editor into letting me go and cover it for the newspaper. I said, hey, you don't have to pay me. I'll just go do it. So I went down there to San Antonio. The games were at the <clears throat> the Alamo Dome. And I wound up sitting in the, in the second row right behind Al McGuire for CBS, the former Marquette coach who won the title in 77. And the Alamo Dome was packed, and here I am for the Rochester Post Bulletin covering the event. And sitting down a row for me comes Sid Hartman. So my dad and brother-in-law were also, they drove down from Minnesota to watch the Gophers play. My dad's a huge Gopher fan. And afterwards, when I met them after the games, they said, Oh my goodness, 
you were sitting right by Sid Hartman. And so that was 1997. Sid was, he was 77 years old. And he was, I mean, he was hustling and working the story, getting her done. And he kept doing that for 23 years after that. Just unbelievable life. So again, thank you, Sid. Uh, it was very, very meaningful the way you did what you did. And uh, hopefully the way I've been doing what I've been doing for the farm equipment industry, reporting on things, people and stories and prices. I hope that it's been helpful to folks and so much uh, again, thank you to folks for following along all these years. Now, with Thanksgiving, I'm just going to throw one more thing out here, folks. Things are kind of tough right now. Um, we're kind of in a tough spot. We're kind of split politically, culturally, the whole thing. And all I'll say is I think the way forward is to use something that I found at auctions over the years as I've gone out all these years covering auctions. It's I the, the part I love most about covering sales is talking to people. And I, I really miss that during the pandemic. Can't get together as much. But when you go out to a sale, wherever in the country, you're going to talk to people from all across the spectrum. Some you agree with, lots you don't. And the powerful thing is when you engage people and when we listen to each other, not so much telling, but more listening. And I just think, you know, God gave us two ears and one mouth. So I think the more listening that we can do now, um, whether that's in our families, with our friends, in our communities, even out on social media where it gets wild and woolly, let's try, try as best we can to listen to each other and maybe not call each other so many names and stuff. I think there's, we'll come out of this and it'll be okay, but I think the way forward is through listening in respect. So that's my little Thanksgiving sermon. <laughs> but again, thank you guys so much for listening. And again, don't forget our Machine Repeat Thanksgiving Cyber Sale runs through the end of the month, November 30th. Just go to machinerypeat.com, click on Cyber Sale. And until then, folks, we will uh, we will catch you out the sales. Mm-hmm.